for rocking with me. This is episode number 61. Um, this has been an amazing, an amazing week, man. I can't wait to talk about it. But today we have two very special guests in the building. I will let you do the, the intro, which that'd be cold. But <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Um, a woman that wears many hats. You know what I'm saying? Um, a comedian, a fitness instructor, a God-fearing woman, and the host and the owner of the Verdict Podcast. Let's give it up for comedian Judge Miles in the building. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. That was good. Yeah, I appreciate that. And alongside a preacher, her fiance, and the author of Alpha Male Diaries. We're going to get this one going to be a good one right here because I need to know. Her fiance, Kyrie. Yes, sir. Kyrie, right? Okay. <laughs> that was good. I appreciate that. I appreciate y'all. How y'all been? How, how y'all week is? How y'all week? How y'all week? It's good. Long, but it's good. Can't complain. Yeah, I appreciate you, my brother, for, for you know, making the time and the effort to come chill with us at the Stab Lab. And you as well. Thank you. Comedian Judge Miles. You are a very busy woman. You yeah. Doing all type of uh podcasts. You doing fitness. You doing a lot. Comedy shows. I'm a fiance. You're a fiance for sure. We gotta give it up for you for being a fiance. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of women can't say that. You know? And a they lot, can't. A lot of women ain't ain't made it that far yet. But like I said, I appreciate y'all one thousand percent, man. Y'all could be anywhere in the world with y'all down here rocking with me. Yeah. Um congratulations on the book signing. I do want to tell you that. You know what I'm saying? That's a, a huge accomplishment. For a black man right I now, and, and, yeah, right now in this economy, um, in this world right now, we need things of that sort. You know, it's enough rap music and stuff like that going on. So we need brothers like you, man, and I appreciate you for that. Um, how did you get your book inside Barnes and Noble, man? That's a, that's a huge accomplishment. Uh, prayer, yes. Ooh, you got to give it up for it. We got to yeah. we got to go ahead and give it up. So proud of my baby. We got to give it up for you for that one, man. That's that's a huge accomplishment. I like I said, that's I don't know how many people have done that, yeah. but to say that you've done it, how do you feel? I feel good, man. It's, it was a big milestone. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> we try to use somebody else to help us get in it, but you know that door was closed. So mm. uh, my fiance got on it. And we prayed about it. Yes. She kept pushing. She yeah. kept reaching out. They responded and saying that they're going to put it in there. But like, God. But God. Yeah. Always God. Always God. You know what I'm saying? Always God. God is good. And not only that, but my baby really had some good material. His right. thoughts, his writings, you know, they have to read over those things and see if they even want to put you into their establishment. And he had such great content on top of my marketing business. We was able to get in that thing. They couldn't say no to us. You know what I'm saying? Like how? When God got it for you, ain't nothing you can do. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how hard you work. How People be like, how did you make it this far? Or how you do? Don't worry about it, bro. Yeah. When it's your time, it's your time, man. And it's 4.9 out of 5 stars, bro. Period. I got to give you that, my girl. Yeah, I got to give you that, bro. I got to give you for that, man. Um, I've been working. Yeah, you have. What was... You know the, the the trust process behind making this book. What you mean? Like like you know because making the making a book now and you know trusting that it'll do good out here is, is kind of hard. You know what I'm saying? Like believing in yourself and you know sometimes you had doubts. Like damn man, maybe my book might not reach enough people or you know well you just wanted to put the information out there and you didn't really worry about that. Uh, I didn't worry about that. I knew that uh, my experience and uh, my faith was going to be the key mm -hmm. to getting it out there. As crazy as it sounds, I may be bold or I may be boisterous. I may be uh, what some people may say offensive. People have a way of liking me, man. I don't know why. Because you're you, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
He's not lying. <laughs> because you, you though. There's nothing you can do about that. You know what I'm saying? You can try to be somebody else, but they ain't gonna like that person. They like you who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Was you trying to be like Steve Harvey? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> are you trying to tell women like, okay, this is what men do? You know what I'm saying? Because Steve Harvey messed a lot of men up and a lot of women up. I had met this one girl, and she was like. Well, Steve Harvey and everything, she would just refer to. I'm like, look, I'm not Steve Harvey and you not Marjorie or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, so stop trying to act. And, and we didn't make it far because you trying to be somebody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for that, brother. I got to give you another shout out for that, man. Um, just explain a little bit about what, what Alpha Diaries is. The, the book is uh, it's dedicated to men. Uh, unfortunately, in our community, a lot of men grow up without their father in the home. So I wanted to put some content and some material out that will help men as they grow up to become better, uh, better of themselves. Okay. Uh, with self improvement, how to be leaders in the society, and how to be a leader in a, a relationship, uh, we fall big time when it comes to that Facts. because we don't got that male figure or that male example to show us how to be a man in this society. Right. So can you explain to me what an alpha male is? Mm. I know a lot of people think uh, being an alpha male is about having a lot of women, but that's far from the truth. Mm. In order for you to be an alpha male, and I always say this, I'm an advocate for the scriptures, right? So in order to be a true alpha male, you got to have a connection with the most high. Facts. Yeah. Because every leader has a leader that they must answer to. Absolutely. So if you're not getting your uh, directions and your uh, leadings from the most high, you can't really be an alpha male. And I tell people often that uh, naturally speaking outside Jesus, David was the clear picture of who an alpha male was. Mm. Right? That's he, deep. He, he showed you how to deal with women. He showed you how to lead a group of people. And most important, the scripture in 1 Samuel chapter 13 said David was a man after God's own heart. Okay. And so when you got all those uh, put in place and positioned, them elements, man, you're the true alpha male. Mm. Mm. I like Come that. Come on, drop some juice then, I my like dog. That. You know what I'm saying? I like so, that. So what is a beta male? Ooh. <laughs> a beta male is... They're uh, everywhere. Uh, a beta male, as I explained in the book, uh, a beta male is like Adam in the beginning. Okay. Who put his woman first. Mm. Because if he never would have put his woman first, we would be living in the perfect world. So you saying... Don't put the women first. He got to elaborate a little bit more. Yeah, elaborate. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I got Don't questions. put the woman over your purpose. <laughs> no, you, that's, hey, your purpose comes before your woman. Your right. woman, right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So, so, so beta males, they make women their purpose. Yeah. The end all be all. Okay. And so they put women on the pedestal instead of trying to be the best version of themselves. Okay. Yeah. Did you always want to write this book? Or was this uh, something that you were just thinking about? Like, no, man. I, when I moved over here... Uh, to Detroit because I'm originally from Muskegon Heights. And when I moved over here to Detroit and uh, start being part of management in the big three and being around a lot of different uh, men, I started realizing, man, <laughs> we in bad shape. Mm. That's a fact. We in bad shape. That's a fact. And I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not downplaying or uh, belittling the city whatsoever, but uh, when I was living in Muskegon, me and my brothers, when we used to always see people in Detroit, we were like, man, we know these is the guys to be around. Mm. And once I started getting around a lot of men in the city, I was like, man, it's so many punks at heart. Mm. So many girls at heart. Mm -hmm. I never met so many haters and so many little boys. Right? And seeing it on TV, I'm like, man, I thought these was some jeans. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not the case. And so I said, man, I was thinking about it. I was praying, you know, because I'm up at early in the a.m. <laughs> She hated him. Very <laughs> early. He up very early. Before y'all even right. think to get up, okay? 
And the most I put it on my heart, write a book. Tell everybody about your experience and, and come from a scriptorial standpoint. Because at the same time, when you're coming from a scriptorial standpoint, you have validity spiritually to back up what you're saying. And it's, and it's a good thing. I'm, I'm sorry. It's a good thing when you hear from God. Bro. Man. Oh, it's and it's beautiful. like, I can't even tell you how good it is to hear the word from God. Because when he tell you what to do and you do it and you follow his lead, it's like the blessings that come behind that. Mm. It'd be outstanding. Like, wow, if I would have did it on my own, it wouldn't have worked out like this. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is exactly how I started this podcast, bro. You know what I'm saying? Man, like, I was blessing, I man. was fasting. You know what I'm saying? At the beginning of the year, I fasted at the beginning of the year. And one day, God just was like, start a podcast. And I was like, how? Where am I going to get the money? Who going to listen to me? You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't have no thoughts about having a podcast. I was always kind of motivational with things of that sort. But I started and I never stopped, bro. And I've been successful. And I got to give myself a, a hand clap. Woo! For that. You know what I'm saying? Not only that, but you sought out. People right. want to be exactly. on your podcast. For sure. But I feel like because I'm spreading God's message. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm helping to get the word out. And I'm having people like y'all come on. It's not just about rah-rah. And, you know what I'm saying? Sex is cool. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sex is and cool. Relationships is cool. But I'm also spreading the word of God. Right. And people be needing that, man. People and, definitely and, be needing that. They in dire need. For sure. The beautiful thing about it is... <clears throat> you heard God when everybody else's ears was closed. Mm. So that's, that's the why good thing about fasting. The podcast. Facts. Facts. People like, how you do it, man? How do you? I don't know, bro. God. I, God. Like, I don't know. Three they, letters. G-O-D. Like, there's nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else. Nothing else about it. What did the the uh, the role that your fiance play in you writing this book? Hey, she, uh, she, that's a good question. She, uh, she, edited, she edited the book. She edited the book. Oh, she because, did? Uh, okay. Uh, my thoughts was, it was straight. It was hardcore. Hardcore. So she had you wanted to go straight. It needed some fluffing. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, corporate America helped me out. Okay, yeah, she played a big part of it. Okay, cool. I I appreciate you for that, Judge Miles. Yeah. What what are you looking (laughs) to get out of this book here? I just want to. I just want to help men. I just want them to grow uh, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, and in their family. Mm. So that's what I want men to to be able to do. From where can they find this book at, man? They find it on Amazon. Uh, you can find it on Barnes and Noble, and it's one website that they got it uh, where they buying it over in the UK. So I, I give the most of our praise for that. The yes. UK people been they've been buying it up over in Europe. So okay, nice. Yeah, I, I, I thank the most high for uh, making me international. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Or you could just put my man name in Google, which is Kyrie Beckham, and the book of pop up. <laughs> I'm also add it on my link, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That way y'all can come to my link and then I'll send it to y'all. And that's you know, y'all can buy it from my YouTube or whatever you want to do. Thank you. Um, Judge Miles. What's up? How, how did Judge Miles come about? You know what I'm saying? Like Oh my God. Man. Oh, you went all the way back. You okay. Know what I'm saying? This is so crazy. All right. So I have always wanted to be a judge my whole I life. I thought you was a judge. Yeah, a lot of people think that, and I love it. I love the perception. That's a great thought. Okay. Because I could be a damn good judge. For but, sure. Um, since I was a little child, I'm going to say like five years old, I, I didn't want to be nothing else but a lawyer first, but then ultimately a judge. Mm. And so um, I went to Michigan State, graduated a year early, and uh, I'm a 06 originally from Cass Tech, but I graduated from MSU in 09 mm. because my whole thought process was I'm about to go right to law school. I want to be the youngest judge. I want to be a judge before 30. Like I was, I was on one. Mm. I was studying what I believed or whatever. And, um, graduated, took the LSAT and wanted to go to Cooley <coughs> law school. And I was like 12 points away. And so didn't get in. And so, um, 
that just crushed me. I was just like crushed completely because I really didn't have a plan B. My only thought was being a judge. So um, it took a little time, but I ended up getting over it. And I went back to school and I got my uh, post-bachelor's paralegal certification from Lansing Community College. And I needed to do that for my own security because I had lost a lot of self-esteem. That was the first time I ever flatlined or anything. I had been winning up until me not being able to get into law school. Mm. And so I needed to do something to make sure that I, you know, I, I had that self-esteem. So I took that. And when I did that, I 4.0 the entire program, which is basically being a lawyer. Um, paralegals do everything for the lawyer. They prepare all of the paperwork. They know all of the law. They are the experts, but they just don't fight the law in court. Right. right? Okay. They can't, they can't represent people. Um, but they do most of the, the work. And so once I 4.0 that program, I felt better about myself. Right. And um, I was like, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. My mom was like, hey, listen, I think it was J.F. Kennedy who took the LSAT like 20 times. And not that many times, but it was a lot of times. Yeah. And, you know, he failed and he finally ended up getting in. So I did it again. Had an anxiety attack, right? Because I really just wanted it so bad. And got lowered in the first time. Damn. Yeah. It was like, oh, my God. It was gut punching. And so um, to just make a long story short, in 06, before I even did any of those things, I put on Facebook Judge Miles because okay. I, I felt like I was aspired. I wanted to aspire to do this. And so that's why I put that name there. But this is the journey. And so it didn't end up happening, but it's never too late. Right. Yeah. And so I did end up going to, to um, Lansing Community. I'm sorry. I did end up going to um, law school there, their program. I did like maybe six months of their program to try to get into the real law school because they have like this program in the beginning. If you didn't get the points that you needed and it just wasn't the right time for me, didn't end up getting in. And so life just changed and God still wanted me to help people, wanted me to do things. And so he put me into corporate America. I started working for the government. Okay. I was in legislation okay. and um, the name just took off as I continued to be close to what I really love, legislation, representatives, House of Representatives, so on and so forth. And then somehow, some way, God just took me into the funny. He was like, we going to help people a different way. Did you ever see that? I've always been funny. So, right, right. yes, I saw it, but I didn't I didn't think it was going to be like a serious job of mine. Right, right. It was just kind of like something I did on a it was just me, but it wasn't nothing I thought I was going to get paid for. You know what I mean? Right. So, no, I didn't really see comedian all the way, but I knew I was funny the whole time. Okay. So yeah. it just kind of like, was like, okay, I'm a comedian, Judge Miles. You yeah. Know what I'm okay, yeah. Cool. Like, I'm, I'm just going to use, they like, what, what's your comedian name going to be? I'm like, Judge Miles. Yeah, yeah. I'm proud yeah. of you for that, though. For, yeah. you know, beating adversity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, then not letting tough. that. Yeah, not letting that, you know, kill your dreams. No, I couldn't let that do it. I went on, got a master's. I went on and up. Oh, shout out you know to you. Know I mean? yeah, yeah, for sure. A lot of people can't say that. You can't, you can't let those things stop you because they say if you want to make God laugh, tell them your plans. Woo! Right? Say that one more time. One and more time. I'm, if you want to make God laugh, tell them your plans. I tell and y'all I'm that a, every day. I'm a plan person, right? I'm like, this is going to happen by this time. and this. Is. You know what? My girl do the same thing. <laughs> God shook it up. He was like, none of that's happening right now. You're going to do what I want you to do. Are you a planner, bro? Me neither. <laughs> and my girl hate it. Like, yeah. I don't plan. She, she playing too. beach dates. She playing restaurant dates. I'm a, let's go with the flow. Like, yeah. call me and be like, I'm not, I don't, I think that's a woman, a woman's thing though. You know what I'm saying? I'm not playing. I'm just, that's just not in our, in our nature. I'm a planner, but I'm only a planner when it comes to my life. Like, like my, the things of my success. Right. If, if it, if you just want to do a spontaneous date, get away, I don't care. I'm not like, oh no, what's going on? 
I'll let you take the lead. But when it comes to my life, my personal, my finances, yeah, I like the plan. Yeah, for sure. For Most sure. Most definitely. <laughs> Let's get into the little podcast, man. How, how's the podcast going? Um, The podcast is going good. You know, recently, this black woman is engineering everything. It has been difficult. I'm doing the content, the graphic design. I'm engineering. Joined. I'm everything right now. Do you hear Joined me? Joined my side of the party. You yes. know what I'm saying? I'm doing everything, and I love it. it it's it's. I love it, but there are, it is hard. It's it difficult. is very hard. Yeah. It is very hard. It's difficult. And a lot of people want to get into podcasting, but they don't know the backstory. They don't know. People would give up on the first and third episode, especially if you're doing it by yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you having interruptions, Wi-Fi, things just happening, devil on your ass. You know what I mean? Like, life be lifing. Listen, and people don't understand that. And they think you're <laughs> supposed to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's been times where... I've recorded, came down here and recorded an episode and forgot to press record. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It had been times where I only had the yeah. audio or the visual. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's, it's like for you to, you know, still be doing what you feel like that's what you love. I love it all. See, I love people. Okay. I have all, whatever I'm doing, as long as I'm able to elevate people, society, help people, whether it's mentally, physically, financially, helping them laugh. You know, I do fitness. Mm -hmm. uh, that's helping with the body, body physically. Um, the podcast, I feel like that's a spiritual point where I'm able to come and talk about God, talk about different things, help people grow, elevate. And then you have the funny where me being a comedian, I'm talking to people's souls. And then I also am a certified financial counselor. So I got the, the financial part because these are all elements of people's life that they absolutely need. Right. So as long as I'm helping people, I'm able to sleep good at night. Right. So it don't matter what I'm doing, podcasting, making people laugh, standing on the side of my baby with his book, whatever mm. it is. As long as I'm pouring into people, I'm okay. They say that's how you elevate in life, and that's how you become yeah. successful when you help others. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you being selfish and stuff like that, you don't really elevate. And I've seen that. You know what I'm saying? I'll be asking God, like, help me help others. Yeah. Whatever I can do. You know what I'm saying? I've seen the good side and the bad side of it. Um, what are some of the what were some of the comedians you looked up to, you know, growing up? Prior to uh, me being a comedian. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, but um, some of my favorites were is Samore. I absolutely love Samore. I love her style. I That's the uh, the short hair lady, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful okay. dark skinned woman. When she show up, you know she on the stage. Facts. She's gonna be dressed from top to bottom. I love her content. I love. She's really funny too, though. She's funny. Yeah. She's clever. She's witty. I love how beautiful she looked. You know, a lot of comedian women. This is no shade, no tea. But prior to her, like. Women weren't really dressing. They they get their funnies off of looking funny looking or, yeah, yeah. you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. They weren't really being sexy, but she brought the sexy to the stage. So I absolutely love her. I love Red Fox. Um, I love Martin. I love Eddie Murphy. You know, th those are the people that I watched when I was younger and I wasn't supposed to be watching comedy. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> um, Right now, some of my favorite people, just from the city of Detroit, of course, I loved Kool-Aid. He was a very funny guy. Um, I love Foolish. Foolish is, is extremely funny. We have a lot of funny women here. I love Simply Chanel. Okay. Um, you guys all know Coco, of yeah. course. You, you Shout out city. to all the comedians. Yeah, you in the city too. of Detroit. Yeah, you got to you gotta know these people. These are your originals. You know what I mean? And so it's a lot of people that I looked up to and, what? and still do. Yeah, what have you learned from your podcast journey? Oh, my God. That's such an open question. I've learned a lot. First of all, I've learned that people are not, and my, my fiance can't attest to this, People are not interested in things unless you're talking about nonsense. Ooh. Okay? If you're talking you're about right on hopping nose. that booty, 
who cheating on who, the LGBT community, <coughs> people business, nonsense, right? Celebrity gossip, your view, viewership is up there. Facts. If you talking about God, financial literacy, scholarships, how to give back to the community, they don't want to hear that. Why Why do y'all feel like that, though? Because I feel the same exact way. <laughs> why do you feel like that? I, feel, I posted something to say and said, you know, comment your favorite your favorite gospel album to help somebody get through a hard time. I seen it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody commented. Yeah. They like, boy, we ain't got time for that. We're super no goddamn gospel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> boy, you crazy. You know, but when you going through the worst time of your life, guess who you call on? Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So why do y'all feel like that? Like the negativity is the shit that get pushed to the highest right now. I'm gonna let you go first, baby. I would say that uh unfortunately the black church plays a big part in it. Mm. Because the black church feed our people so many lies. So many lies. Even <clears throat> when you look at the pastors and the preachers, everybody want to be a celebrity. Mm -hmm. And so when you got our spiritual leaders that's engulfing that type of mindset, uh, the people in the pews going to follow suit. Right. And that's why you can't tell the difference between uh, who is really a saint and who is of the world. And so when you got leaders that's pushing this type of agenda off on the people, they get used to that bottom level type of living. Mm -hmm. And they don't want nothing spiritual because the truth of the matter is when you're trying to be spiritual and grow closer to the most high, it requires change and people don't want to change. Mm. It's hard for people to grow. It takes work. It takes hard work to grow and change. If you're not dedicated to growing and change, then I'm going to take the easy route. They don't, they don't, they don't want to grow or change, though. You right. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's, it's too hard. Right. So they feel like I'm going to stick here where it's easier or it's more comfortable Yeah. because – it's, it's actually easier to be in a comfortable state. Right? And people just want to have fun right now. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like life so life is life is so bad for so many different people because they have not made the right decisions because whatever the case may be, right, that those deep conversations, those deep topics, their mind just physically, emotionally cannot bear them. Mm. So they rather ignore the truth, ignore what they need to do, ignore all of these hard topics and go straight for the fun, go straight for the live, go straight for, you know, what the media really is pushing out. You got, I, I also blame the media. I know he blamed, you know, oh, no, the media of, for sure. The media you know is like terrible. The media, the media plays a big part of it. And to, uh, to uh, go along with what my baby said is when you having fun, some people want to have fun, but all at the same time, some people want to have fun to drown the voice of the most out. Mm. Because when you have having fun, you That's don't deep. got time to let your conscience speak to you. Because mm. the most I speak to your conscience. You hear a lot of people say, my first mind told me not to do this. But when I'm having fun, I can drown out the voice of my first mind. You're getting drunk, yeah. you're getting right, high. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, so, and people so high. Uh, comedian, uh, I believe his name, comedian D. Jones, um, says that people on everything but they feet. They are though, yeah. and then they, and other people accepting it. Like, okay, it's, it's cool to do, yeah. you know, lean, and it's right. cool to they do everything but they feed. Perps, but I feel like that's what that's what we feed in the community. But that's why we need people like y'all to tell people, like, okay, it's another side of this world. You know, you ain't got to just trust God when you're going through the hardest times of your life. Yeah, you can trust God when you're going through good times, up and down. But He wants you to come to Him. Period. Right. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Right. So I think that we really really, really need people like ourselves to push this narrative. And I'm going to push it. Man, I don't care if y'all like it. I'm going to push it, too. I'm going to help you. Man, this podcast is a light to the world, man. It's going to... This podcast is going to grow, man. I feel it in my spirit. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, and this is some good shit. We ain't even... You know what I'm saying? We yeah. Five, 20 minutes in. Um...
Icebreaker, do y'all got anything y'all need to, to get off y'all chest? You be on people's ass. I'm on you know your what I'm ass. Saying? I'm you on be your on people's ass, ass. Okay. So do what y'all... you mean by that though? Tell me what you so, mean. So I need to do... know how I look to other folk. Through through this through this week, okay. What have been some of the thoughts you've had that you need to get off your chest? This is Stab Lab Icebreaker. This for both of y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'm just I'm kinda upset with my community. When I say my community, I'm talking about African Americans. Um, my young black people, my business owners, I'm upset because there is so much opportunity for us out here, mm-hmm. right? We already know how the white man is holding us down. We already know these things, right? But aside of that, there is a lot of opportunity for us, and a lot of us are not capitalizing on it. A lot of us have so many excuses. A lot of us are uh, capable but are lazy and not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And a lot of us have went out and got these businesses but don't know how to properly run these businesses. And it's upsetting because we want to support black-owned businesses. We want to support our community. That's how you grow the community, keeping the wealth inside of the community, helping one another, supporting one another. But a lot of times it's really hard when you're dealing with some black-owned businesses, not all, but 99.9 of them. Them, and they just don't have that business etiquette, etiquette that yeah. you need, and so I I be upset. I've been really upset lately. Yeah, I, I seen why you was upset too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna shout them out. We should, yeah. but we ain't gonna do that all yeah, like that. Yeah, I already, I did enough. Uh, yeah, for sure, you did. Um, and I'm gonna let you go ahead because I yeah, to, to go along with what I said is uh, <clears throat> we as uh, black people, and uh, I want to let the podcast world know we is the real Hebrews, but that's right. As it may, <clears throat> we as black people. We got to humble ourselves, man. Mm-hmm. We got to humble ourselves, man. There's people in our community, uh, such as yourself, mm-hmm. that on that level. So instead of humble ourselves coming to you like, hey, can you show me how to do it? We ready to hate on you. Facts. We're That's a fact. Tear you down. That's a fact. Try to keep other people from listening Compete to you. with you. That's a fact. Because we don't want to humble ourselves. Right. And and, and when you, whenever you don't want to humble yourself, you're going to keep going down, man. Keep going down because uh, I believe it's Proverbs chapter 18. Uh, verse 16 said, pride go before destruction, the haunted spirit before fall. Mm-hmm. And if you look at our community on a collect collective uh, level, we are at the bottom. Man. We are. We're at the bottom. Why do y'all feel like black people want to be in competition so bad, though? Because it's like, okay, I'm the type of person where I'm going to ask, like, how do I do this? You yeah. get what I'm saying? I don't, I don't care about if we doing the same thing. Because if God called you to do this, it's enough room for everybody. And I feel like it's okay to ask you for help. But I feel like a black person want to be like, okay, we in competition. No, I'm not sharing your post or no, I'm not going to help you with this because you might be better than me. And I really hate that for us. I'm going to tell you something right now. That's that's one of my biggest pet peeves. You know, I didn't know that we were like this as much as we are until I became a business owner, until I became an entrepreneur, until I really got on my purpose. And I had to try to rely on my community. I thought, you know, I'm a, pop- I'm a popular young woman, you know what I mean? And in a good way. A lot of people know me for yeah. my character, my funniness, or whatever the case may be. And I was like, you know what? When I start this fitness business, it's going to be banging. I know a lot of women that, you know, want to work out, need to lose weight. They've been talking about it. People that I know wasn't even coming to the classes, right? I'm like, I know a lot of people. My my my, my show is going to be packed out when I do this comedy. It's going to be off the chain. I'm talking about people that supposed to be my closest friend and family. They ain't even coming. They say them the ones that's not going to come. Right? No support you. I'm like, I know I'm going to have so much viewership <laughs> when I do this podcast. It's about to be off the chain. It's going to be good. They going to share, 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 share. Sharing don't cost nothing. It's about to be good. No sharing. And it's just like, I feel like a lot of 
the competition mentality is is embedded in us from slavery. I really do. Mm-hmm. I really believe that um, <laughs> our our white our white counterparts have a big part in the degradation in our mindset. Yeah, they do. Um, putting us, pinning us against one another. You know what I mean? Just the 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 slaves outside and the, the slaves against the inside, the light-skinned slaves against the dark-skinned slaves. All of, that, all of those things, I feel like, have still carried on from generation to generation. And we may not know why we have this mentality, but I really feel like it comes from slavery. Right. And people just haven't been able to shake it, even though they have seen other people not go down this road. It's just embedded in them and they're not trying to do nothing about it. They feel more comfortable hating right. than helping right. because they don't want to see you get above them. It's a scary thing um, when you when you see people rising and you haven't rose to the occasion. When it you, is scary. It is, especially if y'all doing the same thing. Yeah. And don't don't <laughs> let you be doing it longer than them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like you said, it's just embedded in us. How do we change that? How do we change the narrative of that? Uh, do, do, like I said, I'm an advocate for the scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 28 said. We I love how you script. I love, I love how you quote I do scripture. too. You know what I'm saying? It's so <laughs> sexy. I, I, uh, I ain't going to say all that, but yeah. Deuteronomy what? <laughs> yeah, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 28 said we got to get back to the laws. And when you really break down Deuteronomy 28, it talks about because we disobeyed God and got away from the laws that this was going to be part of our community. Mm. Brothers hating against brothers. Even went so far, it talked about how daddy was going to lead the homes and lead a woman to fend for herself. Mm. You see that in our community. So we got to get back to the laws, man. I, I know we want the... Zuki Hana, whatever her Suki, name is. I mean, Zuki Hana. You, can, you can tell he ain't, he ain't him. He, he, act like, he act like an old yeah, uncle. He act like your old Zuki uncle. Right. Zuki Hana's <laughs> it. All that stuff is cool. Uh, one thing I, I try to teach people according to the scripture, we can have fun. Yeah, it, and we it's do. A false, it's a false ideology out here that's uh, unfortunately come from the church that you got to be this this way. No, as long as you obeying what the most I say, you can have fun. We can right. have our own clubs. We can have our own parties. Right. Right? But at the same time, we got to keep everything in its perspective. Fun has its place. Right. Right. And so uh, a lot of people, uh, they always, like I said earlier in the, in the podcast, they take the easy route out. It's easier for me to say, man, your podcast ain't shit. Right. Instead of saying, let me put in work. So, I, you know, he going to be my example, man. Right. Exactly. I'm looking up to him. Man. Exactly. He's there. He already got it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> that's one thing that we ought to commend about Kobe Bryant, man. A lot of people talk about Kobe Bryant wanting to be like Michael Jordan. You'll never see Kobe Bryant hating on Michael Jordan. Never, ever. And never, never ever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because how you going to hate on somebody secretly, that you studied? You calling yeah. uh, Michael Jordan. I'm like, man, how you do that little post move? Yeah. Michael Jordan said, you got to feel for they, uh, they, uh, their body. Right. Right? So people, man, it's easier to hate, man. It's easier to tear down, man. But the hard part is building. Yeah. Right. We don't want to build. But the, 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 the reality of the matter is it take help. It take one another to build, man. And you got a lot of insecure people in the world. I mean, seriously, if you just look around, I feel like every eight out of nine people are truly insecure because of whatever reason, whatever has happened in their life that has made them insecure. And them insecurities play on them to the point where all they know how to do is hate. Mm-hmm. Like hating is the first thing that they do. You make know them I mean? feel good or they something like that. make them feel yeah, good yeah. because they have not accomplished what they need to accomplish or whatever the case may be. And I think it's extremely sad because I see it every single day. That's why I'm, a, I'm an advocate for trying to support 
especially my community, um, for women, embracing women. I believe that confident women don't hate. I sell those buttons. And I'm the first person to talk about that because when you confident, you don't got time to be worried about another person. You so busy and engulfed in the things that you need to do that you don't have time to hate. Hate and take a lot of energy. That's a fact. And I always say I only have so much I can deal with on the negative side. I can't take in too much negative. I'm trying to be positive for myself, for for my son, for my family. I can't. My legacy. My purpose. Like, I got so much going on throughout the day. I can't let so much negativity throw me off my square. Yeah. Because one thing will throw you off yeah. and then not you feeling bad, not your day bold. Like, one you know bad saying? conversation. Oh my God. You answer the phone for the wrong person, you through. And I told people, I'll be telling people, <laughs> you got to watch out for energy suckers. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because a person to know you got amazing energy and they will, oh, let me call Judge Miles because I know for a fact she going to give me what I need. I have had people literally, and I told my baby and I have told my best friend, I have had people tell me in my face, text me, Whatever, and be like, I just want to, I just want to be around your energy. Yeah, your energy. I just want to be around energy. it. Yeah, but I was so thrown off by that. I was really? like, this is weird. Why do they <laughs> listen? Because people listen. You just said you got to watch out for these energy suckers. Right. You got to watch people. Everybody who comes to you and seem nice and pleasant and positive, it's not that. Facts. It's a lot of sheeps and wolf clothing. And a lot of these people who be one. Wolf, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, help yeah. me out. <laughs> shout, out <to> <laughs> shout out to my shout man. <laughs> um, and so you have to watch that because it be like, what you mean you want my energy? Like, explain, elaborate. What do you really, like, why do you want to be around me? Do you want to be, I've had people want to be around me to get the game from me and then compete with me mm. that's weird yeah it is literally so i have to watch out for that that's all we know though i don't like see, it you got you got two light situations i don't right? like it you got two light situations the first light situation is if i don't want to put in the work i gotta dim your light to make my eyes look brighter than what it really is right? yeah and then you got the second light situation i gotta hang around you to get your light so when i suck your light from you I can go on as if it's my life. And that drive me nuts. That drive me nuts. You gonna steal my whole flow and then not give me no homage? You gonna act like you was the inventor of my shit? Because they might have more followers than you. Or or they might... And that really pissed me off. Or or they might be a little more popular than you. Man. Or they been in the game longer than you. Yeah, so they gonna take your light and try to make it seem like it's It's theirs. Man, that grind my gears to the max. Man, that give me hemorrhoids. Do you hear me? (laughs) Don't play with me. But I always (laughs) know that God is going to make me shine way brighter. You know what I'm saying? And and my girl be having to calm me down because I be getting pissed. And I see y'all. I'm looking at both. I see y'all. I see y'all. You know what I'm saying? And you know who you motherfuckers are. Flat out. And I ain't calling out no names. But I'm just letting people know, like, it's... You ain't got to do that. You, you know ain't got to do that. Because guess what? It's enough for all of us. Facts. And I have found that when I am on my most positive journey and I'm supporting people and I'm loving on people and I'm genuinely happy for people, God is in the background just whipping up blessings for me. He just for doing sure. it for me. I done had people hate on me that's been in the game longer than me and I end up right on the show with them. Like, ooh. Oh, don't that feel good, though? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I ain't did nothing. I ain't for had sure. to go. I ain't had to fill out no application, go through no screening. God just did that because of all of the great things that I've been doing. I'm in here rooting for you while you in here hating on me. We different. Facts. And I feel like that's the only way we're going to get uh get, get to another point. Are you still team no kids? 
<laughs> I had to do the Sierra Lab. <laughs> all right, this is so funny. All right, so everybody has always known that this has been the question, like, do I ever want kids? And I have always said no. Right. Absolutely not. But um, I finally, God has finally brought me a man who I believe is a true leader and a man of God and I feel secure with, and I feel like no matter what the circumstance is, he going to be a father first. Mm. And so because I feel that way and I feel more comfortable in, in, in my life, I'm at a point where I feel like at this point I could take care of a child because I'm financially stable and I have some stability with a partner who would be a great father. If God was to bless me with a child, I wouldn't be mad about it. Right. But if I was not to ever have a child, I wouldn't be mad about it either. Right. So I'm there with it. Okay. It's whatever he wants. I can't. I told you about my judge story. I can't tell you what I want and don't. I'm not in control. For sure. God is in you control. Had, it took you a while to get there, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So far. Like, yeah, like, okay. I ain't even about to worry about it no I more. Ain't. You know what I'm saying? Because when I, I worry about it, my mind gets stressed. I get depressed and stuff like that. So I, I just 100. I'm trying to trust go, God. They go back to the, the beginning part when y'all talking about that. Uh, it's funny because the, the Lord spoke to me about her. What did he say? Right. Uh, Tell us to get to get with her, you know. Really? Come on to her, and so uh, stab lab a lot, of, a lot of people had, uh, you know, was hating because I, I sort of had this so-called reputation of being a, a ladies' man. So okay. she was like, "No, hell no, okay. hell no." That was. Uh, I can't do it. He got girls that. But hey, when God speak, it works. Hey, there you go. And do God gonna do it? I he got creeped some. on me. So do y'all still date every Wednesday and, and Friday. Friday and Friday? Yes. Okay. What what came about? Like, how did that come about? Uh, it came about because uh, I th I think we uh, mutually agreed on it. Because yeah. I, I work I work a lot. A lot. I believe in working a lot, man. And let me say this, man. And don't complain about it. Let me say this. Uh, this is another reason why I wrote this book, man. When I was married, I was in a master's degree program, and I was working 80 hours a week, right? 80? I was working 80 hours. I was an assistant director of the school over nine schools. So I was working 80 hours a week. I was in a master's degree program. I had, uh, I think it was five kids at the time, right? I had a wife. And so that's why I say no man can have no excuse of why they're not doing better. Mm -hmm. If I made her work 80 hours, finish a master's degree program, still take care of family, mm -hmm. anybody can do it. Man. Facts. Yeah. So, so that's why I be like, you know, I understand it. I understand people got their reasons for not, but, you know, the most I got me at a place where, like, if you been doing all that you've been doing and you work as hard as you work, nobody else got an excuse. Facts. And I love about him that because he worked so hard, he still understood that in a relationship you got to have balance. Right. And so we came to the conclusion that we have to still date each other. Like the same way you got me is the same way you need to keep me, right? I'm a, I am here for him. I support him. I'm not the type of person that's like, oh, my God, you working all them hours. No, keep continue to work all them hours mm -hmm. because you have a family to provide for. And uh, I'm here for you and I support you. However, I'm also going to tell you to have balance. And so those Fridays and those Wednesdays is our balance. And I love him so much because he be dead, dog-ass tired, but he'll still take time for myself and his children to make sure that we fit into that week every week. And that's important to me. That means a lot, though. That means a lot. On your behalf to her. You know what I'm saying? And he knows that for you, though. Yeah. That's why he goes the extra mile to do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Name three good things that you find special about her. Uh, number one, I always stress to her she was genuine. In this day and time, it's hard to meet a woman that's genuine. Big time. For sure. I mean, almost I, impossible. It's, it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible, for real. It's almost impossible because I done dealt with a lot of women that's... Uh, they want to be with you because of what you can give, what you can provide. And uh, women has a way of seeing 
the future. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. Women have a way of seeing the future. So you be out in the stores and whatnot, and they just gravitate towards you because they have a way of seeing the future. They can look at you like, man, there's something different about him. Mm-hmm. He going somewhere. So with her, it was not that. It was straight genuine. Okay. I like you. You different. Let's build. Okay. Right? And, and number two mm-hmm. is uh, I like the uh, – I always tell her the funny side of her. She don't take stuff too serious. <laughs> I love it. That's almost unbeatable. You know what I'm saying? Like, if right. you got a woman that's funny, financially stable, like, you can't beat that. Right. You know no. what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't beat that, man, because uh, uh, she helped bring balance because I, I'm a... Serious I'm person. A serious guy, man. You got. I brought the funny out of him, though. He's actually so funny. Yeah, you, y'all, ever, y'all know uh, Keon Henderson. Not to cut you off. You ever heard of Keon Henderson? He go with Shiny. Yeah, okay. yeah. He married to her. Yeah. He said he was the serious one. Yeah. He was super serious all the time. Yeah. And Shiny was the funny one. Yeah. And he, he got with her. And he like, why are you so silly? You know what I'm saying? But he found out the silly part of him in him in himself. Yeah. And he, that's why he loved her. He like, I found out stuff about myself that I didn't even know through you. Yeah. And I felt like that was deep. And it's beautiful to yeah. see it. For sure. But I appreciate that about her. And uh, the third thing is, uh, uh, I, it's more, but I, I would say the, the supporting side and, and the big part about supporting side, man, I've been with her for two plus years. Mm-hmm. And so she supported me from day one, supported me from day one, right? Uh, even though she don't uh, like me to talk about this, but when we, the first date we went on it, <laughs> she paid for it. I fuck with that though. Not me. And so I was like, oh shit. I was looking for signs. Most of you told me to take her out. You told me to do be with her, this and that. So when she, she did that, I said, "All right, this is a help." Mm. And the crazy, this the crazy part. It wasn't supposed to be like that. <laughs> it's what it's what came on me when I got there. Originally, he was taking me out. Right. It was never I took him out. He was taking me out. He did not know until it was time for the check. I was like, "I got it." Mm. What did that say to you though when she did that? She said, that said that to me, and which is going to be a one of value that this this is an alpha woman. Okay. Alpha man needs to be with an alpha woman. How did you accept that, though? Because a lot of men can't accept that. You get what uh, I'm saying? It, it was hard. It was hard, but I was so caught up in the moment that the most I spoke to me. And so when you caught up in the moment of saying, yo, what the most I tell you come to pass, you're so caught up in the moment that you really don't pay attention to, like, the little details like that. Right? He was so, caught up. He was kissing me all on my face on the first yeah, date. I was she, like, you cra- I'm serious. I was like, oh my God. Like, he just took the kiss. I'm like, okay. Fat, flat out. Shout out to you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, we go through so much and so many dates and so many women. And then it's like, when this one woman come and do something different like this, it's like, oh shit, I got one. Finally, you know what right. I'm saying? After all of this bullshit I've been through, out of all, man, I, I get it, bro. I get it. But it's just, I asked you that because it would be hard for me to accept that almost. Was that hard for you to accept? No, listen, it was so funny because uh, <clears throat> I'm what you call, and and, and women going to feel this, and men going to be like, boo, and he'll be able to elaborate on it. I'm what you would call a gold digger. Mm. What I mean by that, I have my own. We all know that. But if you come in to talk to me, you got to be given something. You can't, you can't just have no potential, right? So in my mind, I'm like, oh, he want to go on a date. All right, we about to go to Benny Hanna's. Mm. I'm about to run it up. Uh-huh. 
right? <coughs> so that's what I'm thinking. I get there. Then we then God took over. Seriously, all just aside, this is no joke. I did not want to like him. I did not want to be with him. Um, not because he wasn't appealing or not. It was just that I was like, no, I don't know about him. He he too he too charming. It was you know sometimes you get to me and they be like he do, he gonna be the one. He mm. gonna be the one that really stop your hot girl summer, right? Mm. So I was like, I'm just gonna have a little date. And then I got there and he got the talking and licking them lips and you know what I'm saying being super cool right, he wasn't right, right. thirsty and it was I'm like oh he different I'm like oh sure right. you know what I'm saying <laughs> and when the lady came I was just like I want to show him I'm different for sure you know what I'm saying like I ain't this this diff, this ain't what I thought it was gonna be so I got I got it it was crazy is that one different thing showed you so much different yeah you get what i'm saying so inside that's why it's so important to listen to god because that one little thing you think that's major and a lot of women would you know downplay you for that like yeah. i ain't paying no nigga bitch like it I, ain't tricking if you got it yeah like i'm not like it's like it's damn near almost in society to whereas the woman want the man to do so much yeah and they bring little to the table but you don't even know that this man can really change your life yeah other than just financially but i knew it i knew it through that first date I knew it. I felt it all over me. I, when I left him, I was like, uh-oh. Facts. This is, this is. She's she trying to be so hard. Oh, I played it down. <laughs> you got to be, though. Listen, you know I told, I, listen, I wasn't telling him I love him until he told me. And I loved him. <laughs> Do you hear the, me? Like he I said, the woman know. Him. He said it. Listen, I was like, mm, he said it. You know what I'm He said it. I knew he was something special. I really did. And I was like, you know what? I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be that person. I'm gonna be the real me. With Facts, him. and that's yeah. what he fell in love with—the yeah. real you. Um, give me three things that you've seen him grow in this year. Oh my God, he has grown in his communication. <laughs> listen, he is a do as I say, not as you know. What yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like you. Listen, he got children. He's been an alpha man. He has been a leader in everything he do. He got his masters. He got his shit together. So he come with a couple standards, a couple rules, a couple boundaries. You I know? feel like that's Gito. Yeah. Don't come with just nothing. Yeah. Right. So he has grown in the way he communicate. That's deep though, and I love that because my my profession by trade is a communicator. Right. I'm a communicator. Communicator. And so to be able to have a partner that's able to, number one, the most important thing in communicating is listening. Listen, he listens so well. I love that. I love that I'm able to explain to him how he made me feel or what I'm getting out of the situation or what I need from him. And he can listen to it, pray on it, and change. Mm. That is everything. I love that. So his uh, uh, communication has changed. Um, he has become more fun. Mm -hmm. He was so serious to me and the kids, right? right? The children are like, they see fun daddy now. They ain't really never seen fun daddy. They have seen the leader daddy, the um, serious, the, the pastor daddy, right, the preacher right. daddy. But now they seeing fun daddy. They seeing a side of him that's just so wonderful, so magnificent. So I love that. And um, the other thing is his ability to pour into God. Man, that's the most, that is really what got, that's why I paid that bill. That's why I'm in love right now. <laughs> Listen, our God first date, do it. that man was talking about God. That man was serious. I ordered some shrimp. That man was like, why is you eating that shrimp? Mm. Like, <laughs> you, let me show you this scripture in the Bible. I'm like, what? <laughs> you can't even eat shrimp? I'm like, I can't even eat my shrimp. I'm like, but I like it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. He, he, the way that he grows in God every single day, he's, he's so serious about mm. God, man. It's the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Shout out to y'all. I'm proud of y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we can't, 
Right now is some of the toughest times for relationship. As we know, I don't know if it's true or not, but yeah. Jeezy and his wife oh. has got a divorce, right? You know what I'm saying? And I kind of wanted to breeze on. Not too long, but is marriage or committing to one person even worth it? For me, absolutely, positively. Listen, I'm not going to allow society, these poor relationships that I picked. You hear what I said? I picked. He came right. in my life. God brought him. He right. came to me. Typically, I have let people in my life, you know what I mean, that they wasn't from God. I'm not going to let these poor decisions that I've made stop me from what I know is genuine love. There is genuine love. People have real soulmates out of here. If they get out of their own way, if they start praying and start being serious about themselves and their relationship with the Lord, they will get that love. So I'm not going to I'm not going to allow that to stop me. So um, I just. The, to answer your question, it's worth it. Right. This right here, this is worth it. Right. I would do this again and again. And I wish I met him earlier on in life. It would have stopped a lot of my poor decisions and a lot of people that I dealt with that I should have never dealt with in my life because I would have had who I needed. Do you think you would have been ready for him, though? I tell him all the time, absolutely not. But he right. tell me all the time, God would have made it. So You think so? That's what he say. I tell him I tell him we met at the right time. He say he he really wish it would have been earlier. I, I say the same thing too, but I feel like I would have messed my relationship up if I was my earlier self. I you get too. what I'm saying? Like I, w- I wasn't ready. I was still immature. I was still, you know, my communication was still poor. Like I just was in worried about the streets and I wasn't worried about porn. But when I really got serious about God and really, you know, hearing from God and letting God lead me, whatever. She came right into my, and it's crazy because we met off Facebook, and she going to hate. I'm sorry, baby. You know what I'm <laughs> she going to hate it. We met through a mutual friend, but it's like this guy been knowing her forever, and, like, she commented on my post or something like that. She slid in my DM. She going to hate it. But it's like, she, it's kind of similar. She slid in my DM or whatever, and that was the first time a, a woman actually slid into my DM, and it and it it kind of was like, wow, like, Women do this, you know what I'm saying? And it changed my life, though. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. But I feel like I let God lead the way. You know what I'm saying? She's a praying woman. She's very deep into, you know, the scripture and things like that. And I think that when you do let God lead the, the, the relationship, it, it becomes beautiful, man. It becomes beautiful, man. <clears throat> the, the reason why uh, when you study scripture, there's always a dual and triple prophecy, right? Mm. And so what I mean by that, mm. there's a prophecy that will come to pass if you would have did this. And so <clears throat> if we would have met early in life, it would have been the same way. But what prevented us from me early in life, and this is no discredit to our parents, our parents didn't properly raise us right. as far as relationships, right. to be a man and a woman. And so that set us back. And so therefore, the most I sometimes have to allow us to go through so many traumas right. that push us to the place where we need to be because our parents was not there to teach us right. properly, which would have saved us from a lot of trouble. And would have properly prepared us. And that's why in the scripture, uh, you study the background of the scripture and the culture that they grew up, they they always got people in a culture where they say, you properly raised this child up to be uh, the wife of my son, and I'm going to properly raise my son up to be the husband of your daughter. Mm -hmm. But we don't do that. And so that's why we end up making a lot of foolish decisions and go through a lot of pain and hurt, unwanted traumas. And so when we get to the place where we uh, find our person, it'd be like, Finally. Finally, That's right? How it's a I relief. Feel. It's a relief. Why don't we spend more time investing in ourselves before we find somebody else to invest for us? Well, that's what happened. See, listen, before I met him, I was not broken. Before I met him, um, I had I I I was in a pretty decent relationship 
where I seen how a man should love a woman. And, you know, we just didn't have that spark at all. But we mm-hmm. had the camaraderie. We had the friendship. We had all those things. It was a decent relationship. And so when I left that relationship, I wasn't broken. You know how women be broken? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't like that. We just didn't work out. We spent a lot of years together. We just didn't work out. So I was ready because in that, in those four years, I had learned how to be submissive. Mm-hmm. I had, I had, I was working on my body. I was working on my mind mentally, spiritually. I was ready. I wanted marriage so bad. It just wasn't right with him. Right. So when I got out of that relationship, I had more time to be on my own. And I prayed, I continue to pray. I always used to pray for God fearing man. I just want a God fearing man. Lord, I just want a man that's going to come and he's going to lead me. He's going to lead me to you. I don't want to be the one that always have to ride the bus, lead the bus. And so when I met him, I truly feel like the reason he was drawn to me is because I was ready. Right. Mentally, physically, spiritually, I wasn't leeching. I wasn't in no need. We didn't get together because I needed his money. He needed my money. We needed somewhere to live. It wasn't off necessity. It was off of pure genuineness. Right. And so I feel like the reason a lot of people are not getting who their soulmates are, God is not bringing it into their life because they're not ready. Right. Do you feel like the the Jeezy thing was kind of like, Heart, not heartbreaking, but it was like almost like wow. Hell no, that we knew everybody crazy. knew that was gonna happen. Yeah, that shit looked crazy. Jeezy played himself. I'm sorry, I believe in sticking with your own kind. I'm not racist. Black people can't even be racist, but I'm gonna tell the truth. He played himself. He played himself when he went after. Um, you know, this this Oriental Asian woman when there were so many black, ready, capable women who had been supporting him and being there for him. I never seen success there. What they come she, from two different places. I wonder what does she do for him to be like, okay, I want to marry this woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, I you, don't God he, don't know. He caught up. He caught up in this false uh, claimer that other nationalities is more submissive and more supportive than our own sisters. Facts, which is a lie. Facts. So they they pushing that that social engineering upon our people, and unfortunately, a lot of our men is falling for that type of bullshit. Right? Uh, there's nobody on the face of God's earth that's better than a sister. No Period. No other ass national. Do you feel like black women make it harder for men though to be, you know, for them to be submissive? No, I b- I believe black men make, make it, it harder. harder for women to be submissive. Why you feel like that though? Because Talk the man is the leader. The man was made first, not the woman. Mm. Right. And so, uh, the problem is uh, a lot of women bad behavior is perpetuated because of men. Yeah. Not them. Because if she say I can leave you, and go down the same the same block, uh, old boy gonna allow me to be that way. Then what they're saying. Right. It's the man fault. Right. So if 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 more men will come together and say, this is what our standards going to be, this and that, women will have to straighten up because they can't go around the corner and keep do, keep up with their bullshit because that man going to be the same way. No, I'm not accepting this. So she go around the corner. I'm not accepting this. Right. Then she going to say, shit, I got to change. I got to right. get this myself together. For sure. So so I like even with the social media, all these women acting the way that they acting because of men is supporting. Yeah, men behavior. love that. They, they love do. Sukiyana. They do. They love they do. sexy red. They love you know all of these women who are just out here embarrassing the heck out of the the black women community. They love it, and that's why I keep going. Just like people love women who are extremely obese. And that's why you got so many of them like, shoot, my man like it. They they damn near dying. Right. Heart attack. You know what I'm saying? But as long as I got men, long as I got niggas, they perpetuating it. Just Nobody like is having standards. I, I mean, to cut you off, for example, is a woman on our job, and uh, 
She she was she was way overweight. Obesity, like six hundred pound she life. Was happy, Damn. She was happy with herself because she had multiple men at the job that was hitting it. And I was shocked. Niggas is foul. Had, she got kids, everything, and it's like she really getting somebody pulling up all that, hitting that thing. Niggas foul. Yeah. They, they feel like men when when a man is at his lowest point, he go for the biggest women, and the biggest women accept them because they want to accept a man. Period. So it's bold from the get go. So do you think? So do you think only men that's at their lower point is with these big women? Because I don't. I just seen some men that's, that's up. A lot of, that's a lot of men that got. <laughs> that's a lot of men. They that like them women. They 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 toxic in nature, so they got to be in something that's toxic. Facts. Facts. So facts. That, that's, that's a fact. That's what they go after. That's just and, what they like. Right. And, and yeah. unfortunately, a lot of uh, women on the bigger side tends to have masculinity because they got to make up for uh, the attraction that they may not have compared to a smaller woman. All right. I'm not saying this 100% of the time, but look at most overweight women. Yeah. They tend to be masculine. They do. They tend to act like dudes. That's a fact. And and the crazy thing about it, a lot of overweight women got more men than the the, the smaller women. Y'all feel, like feel like y'all feel like because they paying, they no, paying no, for it, or no, no, some no, might be paying. But let me just say this too, because he I, he might have just misspoke. He's not saying that all big women are not attractive. No, I ain't because no, 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 there no, are some do beautiful love, big sure. women. We not, listen, we not right. we not doing we yeah. not you know downplaying the big women. Yeah, we yeah, just yeah. you know putting in perspective. Yeah, we just putting in perspective. So like one guy I know. He, he he a stripper. He said most of the people that's there is big women, plus size women. For yeah. sure, that's a fact though. That's a fact. They're plus size women, and that's they give you their whole house. No, that <clears throat> that been going on for years though. Decades. Yeah, yeah, that's going on for years. Right. But this is another thing I say uh, uh, about uh, plus size sisters is one thing that I know is about them is they tend to have more confidence than average size women. Yeah. That's fucking crazy to me. Bro. You ain't never seen that. I have, but you it's know I was true. a plus size, so Were I you really? yeah. What made you want to change and go through this? Listen, I tell people this all the time. I'm a realist first. People do not. I'm very logical and I'm a realist, even if it hurts. I was 250 pounds, five three, and you really think that's like plus size though? Yeah, that's plus. That's obesity. That's morbid obesity. Because you were short. I was short. Okay, okay, okay. And waiting, waiting all that much. And it, even though I've never had any diseases or anything like that, that stuff can be bad on your limbs. Right. Right. So I'm tired early, quickly. My knees is cracking and popping. I want to wear heels, but they crumbling. I wanted to be in a true religion at that time. They told me to go get men sizes. I said enough. They wasn't hiring me in Lansing mm -hmm. because I want to work at Abercrombie and Fitch. They like, uh, Hell you ain't you ain't no. got the look, my Fuck dog. No. They like you ain't got the look. Like they like we ain't hiring. But the next skinny person, they giving them the job. Like I'm literally seeing this, and I said, oh, America out cold when it comes to fat people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm about to change my life. You only got one life. I can sit there and cry about it and complain about it, or I can do something about it. And I knew that was not supposed to be the life for me. Right. So I got rid of it. Right. I started working out, eating right, praying every day. Help me out. I'm still on my journey right now. Right. You know, but uh, you got to you got to do something about that. I can sit there and be fake and be the Monique's of society and talk about how good it is to be a big girl. But then secretly be trying to lose weight. But I wasn't like that. I proclaim, hey, listen, since I'm in this body right now, I'm going to have confidence about it. But this is not where I want to be. Thanks. And this is not where I'm going to be. And this is not where you should aspire to be. I'm no Lizzo. 
<laughs> like get your ass in the gym, get for it sure. together. That is that is not good. That is toxic for your body. It is. But a lot of people a lot of people don't see that though. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not healthy. It's not healthy. Shout, at shout all. out to the big girls. We not like I said, we're not downplaying y'all. No, but of course it's, not. It's better to be on the healthier side and not only it's good for your mental. It's good yeah. for your mental. You know mental. what I'm saying? Do you know how better I feel when I'm you know, at, at a good weight or when I'm working out or whatever? Like I can release a lot of endorphins, I can release right. a lot of stress, right. I can release a lot of depression. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel a hundred percent better leaving the gym. You and let me saying? just say this every big person is not is not diagnosed with diseases or unhealthy. There are a lot of big people who are healthy. They can outrun you. Right. They can out exercise right, right. you. And if you are that person and you working out and you literally working out for your health, kudos to you because sometimes it's not always about physically how you look. It's about the inside. But I know some overweight people who they have just said in their mind, this is who who I am and this is who I'm going to be. I'm just big boned. And those are lies. Right, right. They That's, just got a defeated disposition. Yeah. A defeated disposition. And <clears throat> you can uh, you can be overweight and you can still be fit. Yeah, absolutely. You still, with being overweight, you still don't see the dangers. <laughs> you still don't see the dangers. Me. Yeah, you don't. But you got to, I think, <laughs> do y'all feel like we too woke? I, we ain't woke enough. We ain't, woke. ain't nobody like woke. We zombies. I be, I be asking my woman like, like, cause, <laughs> cause when you know better, you do better. You get what I'm saying? And like you said earlier, it's easier to be comfortable and you know to accept that I'm big. You know what I'm saying? Because working out, it. working out is hard. It's hard. Dieting is hard. But it's like when you know better, you do better. Yeah. I'm not about to eat McDonald's yeah. when I know that I can go home and cook a healthier meal. Yeah. But cooking a healthier meal might cost more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Food is high as hell. But how bad do you want it? Exactly, though. That's the thing. Exactly. That's why I said, do y'all think we too woke? Nah, we not, not woke too, enough. We're not too woke. I think the people is too sleep. Mm. <laughs> they sleep. They, they just... <laughs> Knock the fuck out. Hey, I'm gonna cut you off, but, uh, this camera went off. That, yeah, yeah, we still recording though. We still record. Yeah, yeah, good looking up. No, but I feel like I told my homeboy he was in the hospital. Shout out to my my guy, man. I hope you get better and everything too. Um, this is not the downplay, but I told him like you know, I just did a watermelon diet. You know mm, what I'm saying? We did and, too. Yeah, yeah, and it was juicing and stuff like that. And I told him like, bro, I feel better. Like when man, like I I look better. My skin is clear. Right. He like, man, I ain't doing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It helped your pinot gland for sure. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and I I just feel better, and I'm like, damn, like you more regular. Your body moving in the way it's supposed to move. The system. I'm getting up, hydrated. Like, damn, you know what I'm saying. And I'm telling him, like, he like, man, I ain't fucking with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it? Am I wrong? Like, no, it's that mentality. Listen, we got a lot of people who have poor mentalities through and through. And so I have people that be like, I can't give up that pork on that fork. Oh, I could never give up my vernus. That's my hardest thing to do. I could yeah. never give up my Sprite, but it's killing you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you trying to tell me that these things are more important than your health, than you living and being there for your children? See, I, I'm, I, the most important person is me. I promise you. Mm. I, I have been the only child for so many years. I have been having time with myself. And so I come first, mm. right? And so because I know that, I have to make decisions that's going to be beneficial for my health. God only gave us one body. And when this body is done, you're done. It's no redo. It's over. No, it's, you don't get a second right, chance. It's, it's not a video game. You can't go hit reset. Right? <laughs> it's over. Yeah, like why do we... That kidney go out on you, you're done. You through. Dialysis is no fun. You through. I see people I, like that every day. I spoke to me uh, when I first started preaching, and uh, he said this is the problem with a lot of people. They put themselves in a position where they need a miracle. Mm. Sure thing. Where they need a miracle instead of just living right. Right. 
right? So if I'm exercising, if I'm eating clean, I won't have to put myself in a position where I need a miracle, a heart transplant, because I never damaged my body all these years. Right. So a lot of people, they put themselves in a position where they get down on their deathbed and they need a miracle when they could have prevented it. Right. From being on the deathbed. Even even First Timothy chapter uh, 4 said bodily exercise profit. It definitely do. So we got to we gotta get to the place where, you know, push the table away, man. Get up, man. Get up. And let me just say this. Bro. I want to say this. I just want to give you an exclusive real quick. Um, I Since I met this man, this man changed my life so much um, just spiritually, right? And a lot of people will be like, oh, my God, you letting him control you. I'm going to give you an example why. I told you about when I first met him, he was like, why are you eating shrimp? Yeah. Right. And so at first, you know, I'm an alpha woman coming off of being this leader and meeting this man. Like, who the hell you think he is? That man got to show me all type of scripture I had never read in my life because I had been a Christian my whole life. But just going to church on Sunday ain't enough. You got to get in that Bible yourself. And mm-hmm. I was not doing that, period. Mm-hmm. And so he's showing me Leviticus and it's talking about all of these animals that you should not eat. And God is using words like abomination. You should not be eating catfish. You should not be eating rats, cats and all of these things that we eat. Frog legs and possum, shrimp, lobster. And I'm like, what? It say that? And he like, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I stopped eating those things. And then I had my friends that was like, oh, my God. But the New Testament said when God Jesus came and saved out for our lives that you can eat what you want. You can eat that stuff long as you pray over it. My baby had to break it down to me. He was like, that's not what that is. God told you what to eat. And he telling you the foods to pray over is the foods that he deemed you to be able to eat. Not the ones that he told you not to eat. So a lot. Exactly. So a lot of people's bodies is breaking down because they're eating abominable meats. Right. And when I try to talk to them about it because I love them and I want to see them live like I want to live. They tell me. It ain't right. It ain't true. They combat. You know, they want to be combative. They want to tell me, oh, you just listening to that man. And that's not what it. And I just be like, hey, man, eat your frog legs, eat your pig feet and continue to have high blood pressure. And it's sad because you got to be like that. That's how I was today. Like, and I'm like, you know what, bro? I can't even. You know what I'm saying? I love you to death, but you got to love people for who they are. Right, you you know what I'm saying? That's why I feel like that's why I asked you, are we too woke? You get what I'm saying? Because, okay, in 10 years, I'm going to see where you at and I'm going to see where I'm at. Yeah, and you know I hate saying? that because I'm I'm doing this not because I'm trying to be judgy, but because I just learned some new information that I did not know and I read it for myself and I love you and I want to help you and I love shrimp as much as you love shrimp, Fact. but it ain't good for it's you. It's not that pork shit fucking you up. Like, right. accept it. You You're know dying from that. Majority of your family died because all they ate was these things and this is the cause. Exactly. Mis- 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 misinformation is the biggest name that has did us wrong misinformation man. that's a fact my grandma I, uh, I can't remember the age but she died like uh, I think she was like 84 when she died uh-huh. but she died from uh, diabetes okay because uh, she was from the old school so coming from uh, she was my great grandma so when I was like in elementary she was already in her 80s so she coming from an era where that's all they had to eat because <clears throat> they was not <clears throat> uh, financially fit or financially stable right, to, right. to, to uh, change their diet. Uh, but the most I put on my heart say, just imagine if she would have ate clean all the years. She lived to be 80-some years and died from diabetes. So imagine if she would have ate clean. She could have probably got to 120 mm-hmm. because she would have you know, ate clean all her life. Uh, one of my biggest, uh, and my brothers know this, man, we always talk about it, one of my biggest uh, downfalls in life is uh, – not able to get my mama away from it. You know, my mama died from a, a, a massive heart attack. Right here, she got out there. She was fit. She was overweight. She was a little overweight. She was fit. She played basketball with us. Mm-hmm. But because of, you know, eating the food that the most I deem off limits, 
you know, cause a massive heart attack, right? Uh, and what, what bothered me about a lot of people is they can see what's in the word of the Most High. They don't want to do it. But so let the doctor say, you need to stop eating that pork. It's causing you to mess up. They want to listen to the doctors before they want to listen to the Most High. Mm. And a lot of people, it, they, they don't see the spiritual. When you read Mark chapter 5, right, uh, when Jesus cast a demon out of a man, the demons prayed, all right? Don't y'all take for one moment that demons don't pray. Demons pray. They pray. They say, most I don't send us out of the countries, but send us into the port. Mm. And the, the, the scripture said Jesus allowed them to go into the port. And then when they got into the port, they, they caused the pigs to go over the hill into the river and drown, right? So the most I showed me, he said, man, demons, all they need is something to carry or they got to be carried, Right? So a lot of people don't realize that cancer is a living organism, but it's a demonic spirit. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times cancer get into people's bodies off the simple fact of what we eat. Absolutely. Mm. Because it's a living organism. So we try to treat. That's deep. We try to treat cancer with chemo, <laughs> something that's of a natural origin when it's spiritual. All you got to do is just change your diet and it'll leave. I don't know that many sick people who's fit, mm. just to be honest. I'm not saying that it's none, yeah. but I'm saying that I don't. The percentage is way lower. And right? just because you skinny don't mean you fit. We're not talking about them exactly. skinny people right. Right, right, right. who no, 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 smoke no, no. all day, drink yeah, all yeah, day, got a fat no. stomach, but they skinny. <laughs> we talking about fit, fit, right? Yeah, the ones that eat properly, yeah. and work out, and things of that sort. Oh uh, man, that that was deep right there. I ain't gonna lie. So imagine you, you, me reading and hearing that. I was like, "Fuck them shrimp." For sure, for sure. And you know what though? My my girl told me the same thing. She was like, her friend said she was acting funny because I I like I taught her what I know, and she's eating better, and she's living better, and yeah. she's working out more. Yeah. And her friends like, okay, you acting funny now. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm because, trying to live better. Yeah, because she don't want Long John Silver's no more. Or yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like no, like damn, like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm not acting funny. My my man just taught me like, okay, well, this is the route to go. I finally have a leader to help yes, me lead. Yes, you better talk. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't understand because they don't <laughs> yeah, got no leader. Exactly. So they think it's acting funny, but I promise you it's not. It's that I'm being taught something different. Listen, I never in a million years thought that I would become an elect lady or a first lady. Right, right. I'm, I'm with a, a preacher. Right. So if he gets his own church, I, that's what I would be. Right. Right. So now I have an obligation that's bigger than me. Facts. So Facts. I didn't ask for this. I didn't, I was the, I'm the funny girl, right? right. I'm the person that want to play out. I had no idea that it was going to get so heavy, but now that it's on me, I got an obligation and the people that I love, I thought I was helping them, but it's being met with all of this, Resistance. resistance and weirdness so it just made me That's be crazy. like it made me be like fuck it I, what do you like I, I'm not I'm not trying to judge you do your thing you want to eat them ribs see, eat them but see with a lot of people and I see it happening with you what a lot of people don't realize uh, when the most high start bringing about change in your life and people start acting funny they start acting out them demons start flaring at people it's just the most high showing you that I'm I'm getting rid of some people in your life. Like I told you earlier. I'm getting rid of some like people. Like I told you earlier, yeah. Because and that's the craziest part. Where you're going. It, ooh, that's deep. My yeah. boy, he he sat me down and he said, uh, he was talking about me and my baby. He said, Man, I want to tell you something, man. Y'all, y'all like a spaceship. And I see the same thing happen with you. Thank spaceship. you. Bro, I appreciate that. Yeah. Because when the spaceship go up, you see what? Stuff falling from it. Right. Just the ice and whatnot. So all the cold people that don't want to get on board, that don't want to go with you, they gotta fall off. Facts. It can't. It can't hold, man. This this was a, this was a deeper episode than I thought it was gonna be. You know yeah, what I'm saying? A little bit of lie. funny. I ain't gonna lie. This this was this top five. I ain't gonna lie. And it's hard to relate 
you know, with God and fitness and health and food. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people don't, they're not there mentally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They just want to turn up and say A all day. Yeah. And I, and I, I ain't there. I ain't there I no, can't more. Be there no more. I was there, though. But people I was there. And I, I still got a little bit in me, but I know better now. Yeah. You get know what I'm saying? People, yeah. people be like, well, why you ain't here no more? Why you don't go there no more? Yeah. It ain't that I'm acting funny. It's because I know better. You know what I'm saying? I see the other side. But before we get out of here, man, I, I do uh, got one thing that I want to ask y'all individually. Um, give me one time that God showed up in your life that it was least expected. Least expected? Yeah, where you didn't think that God was going to show up. <sighs> you know what? I I I can't um, say that because there has never been a time that I didn't think God was going to show up. Never. He may mm. have been late. He may have been procrastinating in his time. You know how God a funny guy, yeah, right? Yeah, he'll show up. But he always show up for Facts. me. So, I, I mean, I can give you a little rendition of that. There has been a time where God showed up where I prayed about it, and it happened expeditiously, and I was like, whoa. Is that scary to you? Very. It was like, whoa. <laughs> hey, I, I thought I was the only person like, all right, I'm God. Scared, like, like, <laughs> I just asked you 30 seconds yeah, ago. You I know. know what I'm like, nah, <laughs> I can give you that example. Okay, 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 okay. All right, so I was on a job. This has happened to me on multiple jobs, but most recently I was on a job, and, um, you know, I was excelling in what I do. I take my job very seriously, and I was known in what I do for doing being the best, and, um, this new company came in, merged, and they had this. I was under new leadership, and it, it, unfortunately, it happened to be a woman, and she was a Caucasian woman. And because I've been in corporate America a long time, I already know the dynamic between myself and a lot of Caucasian women. A lot of times, when they in leadership, they are jealous of strong black That's women. That's a fact. That's a period. Fact. That's a fact. And so you almost got to downplay yourself and, and 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 dumb yourself down because you don't want to dim they light. Because if you do just be your awesome self, what ends up happening is they try to put their foot on your neck. And now you in a compromising position. And so right. that's exactly what happened. This woman came in and because she just didn't like the way I was excelling, um, she made it very difficult for me. And to the point where it really caused a lot of stress and anxiety and it really hurt me. And um, it, it, it was mm. bothering me. And so I got with my baby and uh, we prayed. We prayed every night. And one night particularly, we got up out the bed, probably was like 2.50. And uh, we prayed. We prayed to get this woman out of here. We want her gone. We need her gone right now, Lord. Do what you need to do. Let her become our footstool. I mean, we got to pray. We was praying for about 30 minutes, crying and everything. She got to go. She gone. She was gone. It probably was a week later. And everybody thought, oh, it's this and that. And me and him, we knew what it was because it was it was in the, the span of time in which we had just got done doing all of those things. And... The I, you power know, of God. The power boy. of God, man. And I was like, ooh, you do it every time. I love you. <laughs> All right, I swear to God, ain't nothing I can do without you. I, I swear you, to God. You my ace in the hole. It ain't nothing I can do without you, God. I'm letting you know that now. What about you, man? I, I, I agree with her. It's, it's really not no time because uh, I pray a lot, man. Me, I, I got to pray a lot because I know how I am. Uh, my mouth probably would get me in trouble if I pray a lot. Mm -hmm. Now, what I mean by my mouth would get me in trouble, I probably would be fired by now. But because the most I put his favor on me, man, I'm allowed, and I'm not boasting, I'm not bragging, I'm allowed to get away with a lot of stuff that the person that don't spend time with the most I get away with, all right? Mm. And so I got to tell the truth, I got to be bold, but all at the same time, I got to stay tied and connected to the most I. And so me, in my life, I can't do nothing without getting his okay. I can't. He can't for real. Without getting okay. And I know it sometimes it becomes frustrating to my baby, but I can't move. Very. I, I cannot move. I can't move. I can't move without getting okay. So that's why I can say it's really not a time where, you know, he do something miraculous or show up. No, I, 
I got to wait. Mm. I got to sit still. If I got to sit still for 10 years until he say do it, I got to sit still. But it's the right time, though. Yeah. God is a, a good God on his time. Yeah. And his timing is always perfect. Amen. This is a this was the most uh influential, motivational Yay. podcast I've had. I like that. In my podcasting career. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I have to give it to y'all. And people think that the celebrities be having that shit to talk about. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> they bored as hell. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying at all. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But they be going off the money aspect. That's why I like having conversations with people like us. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? People who don't have the most, the, a million followers. Because yeah. we are the real people who are going through the real shit. Yeah. And that's why I feel like people relate to us more because they can't relate to them. Right. They can relate to us, the people who still working, the people who still going through things. And making it. And making it. They yeah. want to see, like, people really relate to us. They yeah. really gravitate. To, like you said, they be wanting to be around you because your energy, because yeah. of who you are. Got the popularity and don't got the followers. Exactly. Right. Well, we going to get there, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm putting that on us. God got us. Right. You know what I'm saying? He going to put us high. And when I get high, yeah. and when you get high, yeah, we going to bring each other, each other up. You that's know what I'm right, saying? That's right. Flat out. But, right. man, I really, 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 really appreciate y'all for, you know, spending some time with me at the Stab Lab podcast. Yay. I pray and hope that this, you know, episode go up and it, and it changed somebody's life and it also changed our life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Um, y'all all, always welcome to come back and we can kick it, talk about God for hours. You yes, know what I'm saying? Can. I had, a, I had, listen, I had a long list of shit to talk about. Right. I didn't talk about none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> he moved you. You let him move. Yeah, like, I probably talked about like three things on there. You know what I'm saying? And I, I love that. You're a great host. Thank you. I appreciate great that. Host. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate you. And you got for, a good spirit, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It looks. God, God is good. Man. Listen here, it you took a long. T- I feel you, brother. Man. Make sure. <laughs> you spirit, Go ahead, man. shout your book out one more time, All man. Right. Apple Diaries, man. It's in Amazon.com. It's in Barnes and Noble. Pick you up a copy, man. It's uh, it's it's spiritual. Like I said, I'm an advocate for the scripture, so everything that I got in this book is coming from a scriptural standpoint to help men. And uh, women, a lot of women have been saying they've been helped for, uh, from this book. Yeah, and some women have came to me. Even from the jobs saying they they left their man because their man is not living mm. up to the standards of this book. So that's that was bigger to me, man, that a woman was willing to leave what they knew is chaotic, toxic. That's because deep. they read this book. That's and deep. And realized that their man was not on a purpose and never gonna get on a purpose. So they made that conscious decision. Even though it was hard, they love them. They made a conscious decision to move on. Yeah. It wasn't gonna take them far though. You know what no. I'm saying? They that exposed the bullshit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where can they find you at, man? Uh, you can find me at, uh, well, you tell them, man. Because <laughs> he knew to this, y'all. Some people be down here be like, oh, shit, like spelling the name wrong. You can find my man on Facebook and Instagram under Alpha K Brand. That is his brand in which his books fall under, but he also has clothing apparel as well. And he's going to have more merchandise coming out. So that's where you guys can find him. You can always Google him or you can hit my line because don't hit his line. <laughs> Okay. Where can they find you at? You can find me on all social media <laughs> platforms under comedian Judge Miles. You can also find me on Facebook under The Real Girls Gone Fit with Porsche Miles Grant, which will soon become Porsche Miles Beckham. Ooh. Ah. And that's so period. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you can follow me at Instagram. You can follow me on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, all over the world, man. Perfect timing. P E R F E C T underscore T I M I N G. Um, and make sure you stay tuned, man, and keep rocking with us. You know, we're going up. 
Shout out to the Verdict Podcast Yay. for coming and spending time with me. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of podcasts who don't really fuck with us for real. You know oh, that's too bad. Because you know you're a great podcast to no, deal with. I'm just saying, you know, like we talked about earlier, black people, they just, you know, they hate. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Whatever. But, it's you know okay. what I'm saying? We're going up, man. And we, you know, just want to continue to keep pushing this positive narrative. We just want to let y'all know God is good and God is always going to be there. Yes, sir. And, you know, I appreciate y'all. And we're going to continue to have a good 2023 because 2024 is tomorrow. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Most definitely. But once again, I appreciate y'all. Stay tuned to the next episode of the Stay Let me Black say this podcast. before you go off, man. The most I just put on my heart, man. <laughs> Hey, you Joseph, you Joseph to the community. They hate on you right now, but eventually they got to come back and see you, man. They got to. Listen here, man. It be people that be DMing me, bro. They're like, I want to come on the show. Nah, bro. When I first started, you wasn't fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? Am I wrong for that? No. I don't think so. You, you know what I'm saying? No. You in control. This your world now. But I feel like now, now you need me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you need me. Because no, it's not I'm, genuine. I'm fucking with my people. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I'm genuine. fucking with my real people, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what it is. Yeah, for sure. And y'all know what it is, too. But I love everybody. You know what I'm yeah, saying? God right. said love everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God said love right. everybody, man. But like I said, I appreciate y'all 1,000%, man. And make sure you stay tuned to the next episode of the Stab Blair Podcast.